Effort to shake that up for you after. Yeah, last I like that. Comment. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, thank you. That was fun. Thank Fresh y'all. and flirty. <laughs> um, <laughs> hello and welcome to a whole new episode of the Unknown Subject, a Criminal Minds podcast. I am Kelsey Paul. And I'm Kelly McMasters Parsons. And, and we're going to watch <laughs> season three, episode six, About Face. Woohoo! I have no idea what this episode's about. Um, I, I do sort of. Because this was a rare thing where the actual like descri- Netflix description did sort of tell you which episode it was. So I oh. remember it, but I don't. I remember it because it's unique enough that I, like, have a reference point for it, but I don't really remember the plot. I just remember, okay, like, the kind of gist of it. But I'm more excited about the more important thing that's going to happen in today's yes, episode. we're about to meet a new addition. A new He's with us till the end. Addition! A new and very important addition. Very To Criminal important. Minds. Um a welcome, friendly face. Ugh, a breath of fresh air in the form of beautiful Joe Montana. And mm. I'm just so excited because I love I him love so it. much. I love him so much. Same. Um, so, yeah, I feel like unless we have things that we want to really get off the rails about up front, we might as yeah, well just I don't jump think, in. I don't think there's any business for the top of the episode. I don't have any. I don't have anything interesting to say that's not related to this episode, so. It's not I'm, like you bought a house or anything. I did buy a house. That's true. <laughs> I did I buy a house. New, I kind of forgot about it. Yeah. We did buy a house after a few Cheers months of Cheers to the looking. Pauls. They bought a house. Yeah. We thought we, we are major adults now. Um, we had a. <laughs> major adults. Major adults. Had a home inspection. Offered to pay someone a boatload of money for their home. Um it's very weird, but very exciting. So, yeah. Yeah. Look forward to the first episode recorded from the new home. Yeah. That'll be fun. I was thinking It'll about be, that. Oh, great. Sometime in we August. We will be sure to talk about it. We will be sure to talk about it. Absolutely. <laughs> so I'll describe tuned. the home in full detail. There'll be a whole bonus episode that's just me going room to room, just <laughs> describing it completely. <laughs> And it's also like a like a like a bar crawl. Oh. For each room, I will drink a different signature cocktail, but you have to provide the signature cocktails. <laughs> well, certainly, of course, that's the only thing that could possibly make sense. You're um, a host now. I feel like interior, like like home interiors, is not a brand of podcast that you hear very often. No, no, not. Great. I feel like HGTV doesn't translate all that well to podcasting. <laughs> like hg podcast it's just like it's just somebody Home just like going just going room to room in a house and like trying their very best to describe it to you the best way that they can like using the best yeah. descriptive language that they can <laughs> to be like and here is a desk it is brown made of wood ikea wood <laughs> 
polycarbonate. <laughs> it's positioned under Her a window. window. <laughs> the window is clear. <laughs> wow. <laughs> really painting a Get picture ready, for guys. me. <laughs> That's good. You Sign can me see up. outside. I'm going to do it all like I'm like. A robot? I was going to say, I was like, why are you talking like a robot? Turn left to bathroom. Oh, my God. Okay. So, yeah, stay tuned for that. Apparently, that's a podcast that Kelly's going to come out with. Well, we all know I'm going to forget about that. Yeah. I did say you (laughs) tweeted, though. You did make good on your promise to tweet. Hey, do you follow our Twitter? No, you posted it on the Instagram. Oh, yeah, I did. (laughs) That's the only reason I knew. (laughs) That's the only reason I knew. Yeah. I was proud of you, though. Thank you. Did you you get any takers? No. (laughs) Okay. But that's okay. I did agree with you. That is also my favorite Criminal Minds GIF. It's the best one. It is the best one. And I can't. That's the best part of the whole series. I cannot wait until we get to that episode so I can post it as the... (laughs) Of the episode of Instagram. It. I it's love so it. good. Um, if you don't follow us on Instagram, which is silly, or don't follow us on Twitter, which is less silly because there's nothing on our Twitter. <laughs> um, but That's your fault, audience. <laughs> I'm trying. Uh, if you've ever seen an amazing GIF, I don't remember what episode it's from, but nope. it's Emily and JJ in an interrogation room with an unsub, and they're like playing their mind games on the unsub. And they say, yeah. they say, what did they say? Like, shh, the ladies are like, talking or something like that. Shh, the grownups. Oh, are that's what it is. When you can speak, I'll give you permission. Yes, it's so good. It's so good. Because <laughs> the they're talking, talking to like a real misogynist. Too, yeah. Like, can't yeah. deal with powerful women yep. so they go in there and be powerful as yeah male. and they're like ignoring him and he tries to interrupt and they tell him yeah the grown-ups are talking and it's so good it's yep. one of my favorite things in the world yeah so yeah so yeah so if you want to share your favorite gif do it we'd love to see it if you- yeah on twitter at unknown sub pot there you go thank you thank y'all <laughs> um, well all right well now are we ready anyway. to get into it yeah okay are you i am Okay, okay, I'm queued up. I got captions ready and volume turned down. Okay, I'm I'm ready too. All right, so I'm going to press play in three, two, one, play. Play. We open over beautiful lakes beautiful and ducks lakes, quacking. Ducks quack, quacking. quack, quack, quack. <laughs> duck, duck, duck. Duck, duck, duck. Aw, our niece's first words. Little Our Creek Cassie Reservoir, Virginia. That is a place I've never heard of. Oh, and a shot. Rossi looking. Oh, and he's got a dog. I always forget he has this dog that we never see again. Yeah, he has a dog for this episode only. Yeah. The dog gets the duck. Yeah, he does. That looks like a real duck. Like a real duck had to die for this. (laughs) I hope that no ducks were harmed in the filming of this episode. Oh, he's getting the call and he's telling Strauss that he's coming in this afternoon. Oh, Oh. he's coming in at 2.30. Come on, boy. Yeah. I wonder what that dog's name is. Now we boy. see him getting all dressed up. What a lovely paisley tie. Yeah, got a nice flashy tie. Ooh, yeah, you that, fix like, that goatee. Mm-hmm. Puts a on nice a nice watch. watch I, and a big ring. Yeah. It's so refreshing to see him. Okay, so he's flashing his badge. It says retired on it. Steven, he puts his gun in the Steven would want me to tell you that that's a 1911. It's a big deal because that's the gun that, like, Joe Montana actually, like, carries, apparently. His personal oh, okay. favorite gun. Well, anyway. <laughs> Sorry. 
For those of you who are interested. He looks at some sort of thing from the FBI. He's yeah, cradling like three heads. Three heads. Well, you have to explain what that is. He's <laughs> cradling <charms>. three heads. <laughs> that doesn't sound alarming in any way, shape, or form. Now he's, he's wearing like at a, it's Strauss's like a bracelet. desk. Yeah. Yeah. There she is. Bracelet. We haven't seen her in a little bit in like a minute. Like one episode. No, I feel like more than that. What's to understand, Aaron? <laughs> He seems like he's not ready to put up with her bullshit. Yeah. Like, he's like, listen. His so, beard looks less of a beard now. Yeah, it's very, it um... He got ready. Trimmed. Like, he really trimmed yeah. it. Um, so we're learning... You can see his double chin. <laughs> we're, so we're learning about him and the fact that he's an author now. And he's a very successful author. Yeah, he's written a author. lot of books. Um, and like so... another former behavioral yes. analysis person in real life yes it's a name i forget um and yeah so um, they're bringing him in but like they're aaron's making it clear that like he will be like under hotch like even though he's technically the more experienced agent like he's gonna come back yep. to the team and like he still does report to hotch um yep. and he's gonna meet the team tomorrow Woo! All right, now we're in Carrollton, Texas. Get ready for my southern accent. <laughs> oh boy, things to look, look forward at those to. Pumpkins. I guess it's Halloween because there's jack o' lanterns everywhere. Wow, the fact that you call them jack o' lanterns. What do you call them? <gasps> do you know? Is this the episode with the dog walking? Is it? I think it is. No, is it? Yes, yes, oh yes. It is. Oh my god, I love this episode. Okay, so this <laughs> spoiler woman, for like thirty minutes from now. This woman whatever. just walked up to this front door, and the picture of her was on her front door, and it said, "Have you seen me?" So it was like a missing flyer for her, but she's not missing. And so nope. she's like clearly freaked out. So she goes to the police department and like brings the flyer and is like, "This is fucked up." And the local detective is like, "It's probably just a joke." Like, yeah, it's Halloween. Kids play pranks. Yeah. Devil's night, you know? And That's not real dialogue. <laughs> That's Kelly dialogue. <laughs> um, but she seems to be friends with the local cop because he's like, don't worry. Like, we'll check in on you and, like, make sure you're okay. And she's like, thanks. And so she goes home. He now pulls it's up nighttime. So close to her car. Very close. Like that's like, not necessary. Like there's no, no there's no There's so much room. He's not even near another driveway. Yeah. You can't walk between those cars. No, there's no way he could do Okay, that. so local cop's wife is very good friends with this woman. So that's why he's uh, like agreeing to go. So he's on the phone with his wife and he's like, "Yes, I'm going to check on her." Like, "Don't worry." Love he's ya. approaching Bye. the house and like all the lights are off. There's Creepy. another have you seen me picture? Yep. And, and he, he goes, it wasn't funny the first time. He opens the door. All the lights are off. Her name We're is about Michelle. about to see a dead, dead Michelle. Oh, yeah. She's going to be dead. She's either dead or she's missing. I can't remember which she's one. She's our victim number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, victim number one is not a good place to be in the Criminal Minds universe. No, because you if don't, you're a lady at the beginning of an episode, you're going down. You don't typically survive. It's pretty rare. Ooh, the oh, the faucet is running. Yeah. In the kitchen. Also, for those of you who just, like, as a reference point for who this local cop is, if you've ever watched The West Wing, which I'm saying this because my husband and I are watching it right now, he plays, like, the main Secret Service guy in The West Wing. Yes! 
He also plays a lot of other things, but that's just yeah, the most... he's like, like a character Yeah, actor. that's the most specific reference point that I have at this point. His name's Frank, he's by like, the way, in this show. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, too soon. You couldn't come up with another name after having a major unsub You're Frank. right! I'm telling you, whoever <laughs> names the that. characters in this show is not very creative. <gasps> <gasps> he turns on a light in the dining room, and there's just pictures. The Have you seen me pictures everywhere? Everywhere, in the chair, and then on a the mask. table. Oh my god, the creepy mask. What's I the forgot mask about say? it. One. One oh. in blood. Or what looks like blood. Ketchup. Oof. See, this episode, like, so... The missing flyers, that's what that's what was mentioned in the description to the episode, which is why I was like, I remember oh, this. Yeah. Like I just don't really remember the cons like fully like the yeah. plot line. But I remember that yeah. aspect of it. Because it's very unique. Like this like yeah. the missing flyers is like a very And look yeah. at all look at all these pictures of Joe Montana in the opening credits. And there he this is, is like, front and center. We are really finally in season three here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. We like we our, can we can get down to business now. Credits. Yeah. Ooh, All right. Erasmus. Back at the BAU. I think. Zooming in on the BAU. Yeah, like so slowly. Hard. Oh. All right. Why is everybody wearing masks? Because it's Halloween. Oh, that's Reed, huh? Yep. Everybody. Oh. He's got. Oh, Paget Brewster is loving it. He scares. What's her name? He Emily. scares Morgan with his scary mask, and Morgan doesn't think it's funny. But spooky boy, Halloween. just boy, spooky Halloween. Boy, does Spencer love Halloween? Me too. <laughs> Morgan is creeped out by Halloween. I uh, don't know. He doesn't like that people wear masks, which is valid. Why? Uh, I don't like the noose around Spencer's neck. Yeah, that's a weird choice. I don't think that's necessary. No. Nope. Once again, Emily's hair is looking so flouncy. It's out of this world. Out like, of this world. The volume. Oh, How do they achieve it? Like Air spray. But like it's just amazing. <laughs> oh, here In comes Strauss. Here she Better comes. Better pull that mask off your head, Reed. And there's, Not that noose like, around your neck. Joe Montana looks so young. Like this is like he, he looks like he's like fresh out of high school. Yes. Basically. All right. Oh, he's in blue jeans. He is, he's but with a blazer. It's such a dad look. <laughs> like <laughs> So Fresh out Hotch, of retirement. Hotch and um, Rossi know each other because they like hugged and like greeted each other yeah, before. So like Hotch is smiling. He's so happy to see him. He's like, thank God you're here. Like Mandy Patinkin sucked. Yeah. See you later. Bye. Yeah. Um, Aw. He's recalling. The, Rossi's recalling the last day he worked. Yeah. And how Hotch was working, sharing an office with someone else, and they were in a bunker. Yeah, he talks like, about how, like, back when he used to work, like, he makes a comment about how the offices that they're in now are, like, so much nicer because yeah. they used to be in this, like, bunker of a basement. And he's meeting JJ. JJ's lit. <sighs> Who's not? She's describing what her job is mm-hmm. because the department has more than just, like, three analysts. Yep. And she's like, I handle the press. And he's like, I'm wow. I'm not really an agent. Didn't have that. She I mean, I am an agent. I'm yeah. not a pew-pewer. Uh, someday she will be. I can't wait. That's when things really get good. Yeah, that is Is true. that the next, like, monumental change I'm looking forward Maybe. to? Maybe. All, right, All right. So now, now he's meeting the rest of yeah, the Yeah, we're going to do the round robin thing where we meet everybody. And he's like, just call me yep. Dave. And they're like, All right. <laughs> And 
Uh, of course, uh, Reed's going yeah. full nerd. Full nerd because he's of course read all of his books, and so he wants to talk to him about all his books and all the cases yeah. he's worked. And he calls him doctor. <laughs> he calls Aww. Reed doctor. Like no one ever calls him doctor. <laughs> you always forget that Reed's a doctor. Technically a doctor. Doctor Reed. What's his PhD in? I think he has multiple. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, so we're going to the right. conference room. We're about to be the night really of the round JJ's table outfit. over here. Me too. It's a timeless outfit. She's got a great pencil skirt and like a great like pressed collared shirt. It's really yes. nice. It doesn't look outdated. No. Oh, the pattern looks a little outdated. Maybe. But like she could get away with it. She today. could. She could. All right. So Unlike she's. Unlike Morgan's shirt, which that color is antiquated. That's like a plum color. I feel like that's not antiquated. Yeah, no one wears that anymore. <laughs> Literally, my dad was wearing that the other day. <laughs> all right. Not so that she's. Shirt, but she's like showing that color. them pictures of all of the missing flyers in the dining room. Creepy. And. What is that? Oh, oh. the body. Yeah, Michelle's dead. Like weird shots of the body where you can't really see it, which yeah. is strange. Oh, her how many face episodes? has been removed. Oh, ew! I did not remember that oh. detail. Face remover. And so they found her in like a body of water, and so somebody asked like if her face had been removed by like animals, and they were like, "No, it was clean cut." Like that's oh god! And Penelope just Penelope walked in. Walks in. And sees the faceless corpse yeah. and freaks out. And so JJ skips to a safe picture of the unfinished dinner. Yeah. Also, All Penelope's right. hair is pink today. Yes. Bl- just blonde and pink. Those yep. black undertones are gone. Yep. yep. It doesn't have the same volume it usually does. No. It looks weird. She introduces herself to, to Rossi, and I'm sure Rossi will remember her fucking name. Yeah. She goes, she's different. <laughs> and is like, you have no idea what you've just gotten yourself into. All right. So basically, we've got a really wonderful sadist on our hands oh, who just yeah. loves to torture people, which is just pleasant as hell. Um, And like, um, obviously, like he cut her face off and then he left that weird mask in her yeah, house. We're really talking masks and how masks are only worn at Mardi Gras. Ooh, Halloween. Yeah. Like, like we all know we're all wearing masks now. Yeah. So like Not there's the all it all has something to do with faces. Like it's like you've got the missing flyer with her face and a mask and like then he's cutting this her makes face me think off of Game of Thrones. Yeah. The faceless God. Oh, yeah. Now yeah. They have to get people's faces. Yeah. Is the unsub. What's her name? Arya Stark. Arya Stark. <laughs> Arya Stark. A girl has no name. <laughs> All right. Unsub has no name. So Detective Frank is talking to JJ on the phone. Um, and he seems very worried because the press has gotten a hold of the story. Um, and he's like, listen, we need your help. Like, get here ASAP. And, uh, yeah, he's just watching TV, whatever. The reporter is doing a report on yeah, all of this stuff and talking about He probably feels wires. bad because Uh-oh. he didn't take her seriously. Some, oh, well, yeah. Some hooligans are out throwing eggs at stop signs. Ladies walking a dog. And, and there's one, a poster on There's a missing flyer. Shed? Yeah, that looks like a shed. And she's like, what it's the hell? next to her house, though. 
and then they're oh my god there. they're all along she the shed. picks up her little her pug and she runs <laughs> fair enough i would do the same i would be like sadie let's get the fuck out <laughs> and like run <laughs> gotta get the dog you can't leave the Whoa, dog behind look at this jet footage that was radical <laughs> radical <laughs> All he's right. cradling the heads again. It's a bracelet. You really have to say, every time you say that he's cradling heads, it sounds weird. But he's, I'm only going to say that he's cradling he's heads. He's flashing back to what we will learn is a crime scene. And he's seeing these little kids in yeah, the middle of this crime the scene. the real heads in his The real mind. children. Yeah. But it's a bracelet <laughs> with some charms on it. And there are that, like silhouettes of little, of little kids. That's, that's yeah. all you need to know. It will come back around for us for sure. Yeah. So Rossi joins the airplane briefing. Yep. Or chit chat. Um, he pulls out his little notebook. It's such like a little old school cop notebook. Yeah. <laughs> Just like flips it open to take his little cop notes. Like he's in Blue's Clues. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. It's like a little we Blue's Clues. We just Clues found notebook. a clue. Oh, it's so funny. Like, the only thing that would make it better is if he took it out and drew in it with a giant crayon. That, like, came out of the rings. Yeah. <laughs> it, like, pushed out. All right. So, we're talking about Michelle, the first victim, and they're saying that, like, she had an extremely, like, low-risk lifestyle. Not a, She didn't have a boyfriend. She didn't have, like, any ex-boyfriend that she had problems with. Didn't go out a lot. Like, mostly just kind of stuck to herself. Like, and so yep. they're saying, like, you know... This isn't a list of her Garcia would like to FaceTime. Okay, Um, so she was an interior designer. She might have listened to your podcast. She might have. (laughs) I'm going to channel her when I post that bonus app. Why do they really accentuate the fact that he uses that tiny notebook? I don't know. We, like, got a (laughs) close-up shot of him. All right, the team has arrived in Carrollton, Texas. Oh, his last name's Yarbrough. What a name. Frank Yarbrough. All right. Are we going to meet a Enid. So the (gasps) most recent victim's name is Enid. That's fake. (laughs) And so they're like, we found all of these missing flyers. And like, Reed's like, okay, so she is missing now. (laughs) And he was like, yes. Okay. Wait, is Enid the pug lady? Yeah, Enid is the pug lady. Okay. What do you think happened to the pug? Is the pug also missing? Or is the pug, has the pug been left behind? (laughs) (laughs) The pug is just wandering the streets of Carlton, Texas. That's so sad. (laughs) Carrollton, Carlton. All right. So Prentice and Morgan, everybody's favorite dream team. Oh, Prentice is in jeans. Yeah, everybody's in jeans. Morgan is not in jeans. Yes, he is. No, he's not. He's in cargo pants. Those jeans. No. All right. We're green screening. We're like unsubvisioning back to the past when a creepy van pulls up to the street in the dark. And then suddenly the van is. Uh, is a station wagon. What's, yeah. Well, because they're making the that point word. that like the unsub probably drives like a nondescript car because if the yeah. car is too obvious, like the neighbors would notice. Um, so if you drive just like a sedan or like a station wagon, people are going to pay less attention. Yeah, because like they're used to seeing that shit. And they're saying that like in order to pull something like this off, like the unsub for sure would have had to like watch the victims for a while and like pay attention to their routines. Yeah. So he would have had to, you know, hang out in the neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, we're dealing with another local cop. 
Yeah, who's that? Who? That is not Detective Yarbrough. Yeah, he talked to the roommate, though, and then the, Enid's like, roommate? Much asked him about um, the mask thing, and he's like, what masks? So oh. he did not know what was going on. Um, CSI is pulling the flyers down. And they say they talked to some neighbors, and there are neighbors that do remember seeing a guy putting the flyers up. Oh. So somebody saw him doing that. Which, like, if you saw somebody doing that, like, wouldn't you be like, what the fuck? Uh, Hosh asks the good question. Where's her dog? Where is her dog? Who let the dogs out? Woof, woof. Or as my niece says, woof, woof. <laughs> Puppies. Puppies. All right. Okay. Why are they in the We're woods? in the woods with Rossi, Reed, and Frank. Like, I misspoke. This is the dream team. It's just. Like, <laughs> is it? Yes. I, wanna, I want a buddy comedy, like, spinoff of just these three in the woods. <laughs> just, yeah. Like, solving okay. crimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Reed is being just a typical Reed and just like He's spitting like out facts. Girling so hard. Wouldn't you? <laughs> like, come <I> on. <laughs> oh, this is the spot where they uh, found Michelle. Yeah, Detective Yarbrough. So mad at himself. Yeah, thinking it was a joke. Yep. Like this is his wife's friend. Yeah, and he has to tell her that she's dead. And so the fact that there's a din they found like a half eaten dinner at her house, like he's saying that like she was home long enough to make herself dinner and so he's extra beating himself up because he's like, If I had just gone to check on her like maybe a little bit sooner, I could have intervened. Yeah. Which is like, yeah. yeah, that's sad. But like, dude, don't blame yourself. Yep. All right, like, Rossi's climbing trees. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, he's, like, looking in the water, trying to, like, envision what Ugh, was terrible. happening. He s- sees Yeah, he's, like, he's unsubvisioning like, hard. Ophelia and Hamlet style, just drowning. Yeah. Um. So Rossi Ooh, feels like she like wasn't point. in the water for that long. Um. And he seemed, his wheels seem to be turning in, oh, he's talking about the Green River Killer and how he also dumped bodies in the water, but they weren't Take a shot, down. serial killer yep, mention. Yep, Real life serial killer mention. Um, he's giddying He is! <laughs> he's staring at this water! He does not, he doesn't come out of the gate very different than Gideon. He doesn't. It's very much the same. This is not, like... Morgan's in the say, bushes. I don't know what's happening. There's a leaf on his head. <laughs> <laughs> One of those helicopter. Le- it's gone now. It was. It was just sitting on his head. It's so funny. <laughs> like, you know that they, like, didn't want to call cut. So they were like, whatever. Like, no one will notice. <laughs> and then, like, there's probably, like, a blooper of, like, oh, for sure. wiping it off there's his head. There's a leaf on your head. <laughs> Silly. Silly. All right, we're focused in on the notebook. We're back again. on the notebook. You're right. Like they are going like above and beyond to draw these similarities between him and Gideon. Like it's like yeah. it's like very much like hello, I'm Rossi. I'm Gideon 2.0. Like don't worry, yeah. Mandy Patinkin left, but like I'm here to fill that here void. Here I am, Joe Montaigne. <laughs> yeah, the D-list Mandy Patinkin. But like he no becomes offense. so much more than that. He does. 
Yeah. yeah. Are they trying to make it seem like he doesn't know how to work in a team because he's taking those notes? Yeah. Yeah. Not, I feel like they are. Like, that I, doesn't last I long. feel like they're setting it up to be like, oh, yeah, like, you can expect him to just be just like Gideon. Like, he's also an old timer. Like, right. he has he's all. like this hot shot. Yeah. Like, he has all the same issues that Gideon had. And it's like, no, he doesn't. Okay. We see. What the Enid fuck? With a big old rifle. So she's not missing. Where is she? I don't know. What are they talking about? I don't. Oh, she bought a gun? Okay, so they found, like, at a sporting goods store, like, they found, like, a credit card receipt or whatever of her buying a shotgun. Okay, she's calling. (laughs) She says, this is Eden and White. She's you like, didn't believe the other woman. That was a mistake. Oh, oh wait, he says that was a mistake. Oh, okay. So basically, she, Enid took shit into her own hands oh. and was like, "I'm seeing my missing flyers up. Like, I'm about to be just like this other woman. No one took her seriously, so I'm going to protect the shit out of myself." <laughs> like, so I can't she's, stay awake much longer. Oh, but here I am Enid. in this hotel room. Come save me. So she's like, why wouldn't she have called sooner? Yeah, I don't know. She like hold herself up. Why would you wait until you're literally almost asleep? Yeah, she hold herself up in this motel with a shotgun. And she's like, now you guys have to come and save me because like this guy is going to kill me. But yeah, why would you not like hold yourself up there and then immediately call the police? Yeah. (laughs) Like, uh is she going to be dead? Yeah. She's gone. But there's missing flyers everywhere and a new mask. And a dog leash. I think and jewels. Yeah. And jewels. <laughs> her, it's like her jewelry. It's not like. There's the dog. There's the. Oh my God. It's so fat and stupid. I want to know its name. Me too. <laughs> what would you name it? Um, Jeffrey. Oh. I don't I know why. Sparky. Okay. <laughs> no, I would name it. Uh. Okay, so they found a cell phone under the know. bed. <laughs> Potato. That's so um, they think that the cell phone is how he found her, probably, because he tracked the call or whatever. Oh, come on, lady. You shouldn't do that. And so... Ditch your cell phone. Use the landline in the motel. Well, so someone made the very good point of, like, why would he wait all of this time until after she called the police to, like, come get her? And someone was like, because he wanted to make sure that we found the mask. Like, this is all part of his weird ritual. Yeah. He... Yeah. And, like, if they didn't know um, where she was, they wouldn't have found it. Yeah. Like, like, Zodiac, like, his notes being found Mm -hmm. and... Or sending his notes and stuff. Yeah. All right, like, so Rossi is, like, old-timey faxing something. Oh, he's calling Garcia. There we go. Right off the bat, better relationship. He calls her. her the technical analyst girl. And <laughs> she's like, who is this? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I'm Rossi. We talked yesterday. And she's like, yeah. And she's like, oh, oh, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> um, Okay, she looks a little more normal. Her hair is up in a normal, yeah. poofy look. And he she says. She's got her Britney mic on. Yeah. Um, he wants her to look at other cases that they've worked and he wants to give her a victim's name and see if she can find records for it. Mm. And she's like, hell yeah, I can do that. This has to do with those cradled heads. It for sure. <laughs> it for sure has to do. <laughs> he pulls yep, them out. Yep, because he pulls them out. Them. 
So he's going to have, it's clearly an old case that he worked. Like, it's three children and a family. And he's like, yep. can you check it out? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, just put it in a file and I'll look at it when I get back. Whatever. Don't tell anybody about it. Yeah. Mom's the word, yep. Garcia. Yep. On day one, would that be what you do at your new job? Go back in time and see if, like, check out something, like, that I were used to work on? No. What? Yes, but no. Yes, but no? Yes, but no, I wouldn't do that. I answered my own question before I let you. Oh, okay. I was like, yes, but no what? (laughs) Like, I don't get it. All right, we're giving the profile. Wow, we're so into the episode to begin the profile. This is the first episode in a long time where we do not know who the unsub is. That's true. It's more interesting that way, honestly. I prefer it. it. I like solving the crime with them. Yeah, I prefer it, for sure. Um, Okay, he's tech savvy. Blah, blah, blah. Because the flyers were made on a computer. (laughs) That's like... (laughs) (laughs) That is just like the lowest baseline of like what you could categorize as tech savvy. Like you have Garcia. <laughs> yeah, but this guy's tech like, savvy because he knows savvy. how to copy and paste a head into a Word document <laughs> and print it. And then add a simple line of Have text you seen in me? The default font. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh man. Uh, Alright, so this is like one of those unsubs where they're saying that like you just don't notice him. And that's part of his problem is that like he doesn't get enough attention in his daily life, and so that's why he yep. kills people. Oh, uh, we're getting some good green screen. Really good they're green doing, screen. Good transitions. They are. We're at an office party. And somebody's and just lurking. Yeah. He's a white he's, guy, like, obviously. <laughs> and then Then he, he kidnaps. Goes a lady. after a lady. Um, and so they're saying that like he's pissed off that nobody notices him so like he's gonna take these women and see how long it takes people to notice that they're gone basically Mm -hmm. he transfers his feelings of being ignored into a mission and it gives him a sense of like importance and power blah 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 typical unsub bullshit yes and then local cops like how do you catch an invisible man what a deep question Um, So Prentice is like, he wants to give his message to the police mm -hmm. and not to the public. Although the press just, yeah, so the press just uh, have a breaking news story. And JJ was like, I did not tell them that. And Rossi walks in and he's like, I called him. (laughs) Oh my God. The masks mean he's impotent. Rossi pulled some Gideon bullshit. He did. And Hotch is pissed. And Hotch is about to give. He's like, can I talk to you for a second? Into the supply closet. Yeah. And he's like, why did you do that? Um, Is that a little popcorn machine in the background behind Rossi? I don't know. Flip around. I want to see it. I don't know what that is. No, they're animal crackers. Oh. (laughs) Those are totally animal crackers. Uh, It's like, hey, guys, do you need a snack? (laughs) Yeah, like have some animal crackers. (laughs) All right. Okay. Hotcha has given him the what for. Yeah. And like Rossi is basically like, we want him to contact us. Like, this is good. And he's like, I got this. And Hotch is having to teach him what we had to teach Gideon, which is that you are now part of a team. And wow rossi rossi is like i've been doing this longer than you've been out of high school kid and hotch is like yeah well things have changed and he's like yeah the bells and whistles have so i think maybe he's like feeling a little bit out of his depth because like 
things have changed since he was there and yeah. like they've got he a, couldn't print a flyer on a computer he's not tech <laughs> he's savvy. not tech savvy <laughs> they've got these fancy like they've got these fancy offices with you know windows to the outside world and like people who have a more specific role yeah doing the entire job yeah so he's just feeling i think overwhelmed and a little out of his element Yep. I'm go- I'm choosing to give him the benefit of the doubt, which I realize is unfair because I wouldn't do the same thing for Gideon. <laughs> but Rossi redeems himself in a way that I feel like Gideon never did. Yeah, so. he doesn't stay this way for long. No. I feel like the writers realized you can't make him just like Gideon. Yeah, I feel like somewhere along the way they also probably were like... We're ra- we're wasting Joe Montana's like great personality on and like trying to make charm. him a dick. <laughs> his beautiful right. charm. Unsub calls. <gasps> it worked. He's whispering. Ew, I hate He's it. He's in a cube. He clearly works in like a call center or something. But like nothing is worse than just being like hello, like that like <laughs> whisper over the phone. It's so creepy. I hate it. I always think of the worst phone calls from an unsub or what is it the weepy killer or whatever <gasps> yeah that, like cries on the phone like I didn't mean to kill that. <laughs> uh, those ones gave me chills so uh he's so twitchy yeah and he's like pl- we're seeing like jump shots to him of him like being twitchy and yeah. like he's like messing with yeah. a rubber band and like we're super zoomed in on his hands and his eyes yeah. and his lips yeah. Unsub lips. Yeah. Why do they do that? Take a shot. I, There's some unsub lips. <laughs> so Rossi is still talking to him and everyone's just kind of like watching in awe as he's doing yeah, this. Yeah, because they're like, I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, he's weird. basically having his own version of a Gideon tete-a-tete, but like over yeah. the phone. Yeah. And he's like, go... <laughs> Morgan, the look on Morgan's face is like, what the fuck is happening? Because this guy Rossi is going hard at this dude. Oh, he calls him a loser. Yes, like he's, he's like, you are an insignificant him into killing someone else. Yeah, and he's like, you are an and insignificant loser. Like, um, and he looks like Rossi looks really proud of himself, but you can tell that everyone else is like, this is gonna backfire. And he unsub says, you just signed Edenid's what? Ugh. Enid White's death. Enid White's he death. Throws warrant. his paper in his office. And, and the someone stands up and, and like, Hotch is Steve. Pissed. What's going on over there? Why'd you have to pick Steve? <laughs> oh yeah, your <laughs> husband. <laughs> I was trying to not say Paul. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, so sirens are going. It's not my fault. Your husband's names are all standard white guy names. <laughs> they are. I know. <laughs> all right, so camera quality has changed yeah it's not good it's like we used our we used our like in the car cameras and they're really low quality it's not like modern family where our in the car cameras are great it seriously looks like it was shot at night on someone's camera phone (laughs) like this is the quality my iphone would shoot right now yeah so why is it so bad i don't know so they're racing to go find enid and Rossi is explaining that he like tried to he was basically tricking the guy into making a mistake um and Hotch is like that is like super reckless like because you don't know that that's gonna work out the way that you want it to and Rossi's like you sometimes you have to force their hands with this and he's like no you can't do that Hotch is like you forced ours yeah and Rossi's like oh shit we pull up in some building yeah some like office building Oh, yes. Okay. I remember this part. 
Oh. And we're just looking around. Hot just goes, so, got it, 789. It's an office building that the- AKA the punchline of my favorite joke. <laughs> There's a, <laughs> it's an office building that the first victim, Michelle, renovated. So that might have been where he saw her oh. for the first time. So that kind of links up. And so, Rossi feels like he's somewhere in the lobby because everybody's in the lobby. And he goes, can't can you, you feel, feel it? it? Can you feel it? I can feel it. Oh, two, two different songs. Yeah, tonight. Hold on. <laughs> All right. And then <laughs> what is- Hodge pulls out a flyer. He pulls Come out one, one of such the a se- tell. And he just like. Oh, okay. So even though you can clearly see from the back of the paper that that's one of his missing flyers, I think they're trying to make it look like they're looking for his picture. So they're like, you know what I mean? Like they're trying to trick him yeah. into thinking that they have a yeah, photo like of they them. they know who it but is. But you can very clearly see through the back of the photo that that is Enid. <laughs> like, yes. You can, you can see so that. It's so obvious. Seen me? Yeah. It's like, you guys. <laughs> like, uh the whoever the unsub's boss takes Reed up to the unsub's queue, and he's not there, of course. So we know who the unsub is. Why are Why, we doing this? Yeah, it's like get him a picture of him. Like unless like they all use shared cubes, and so he doesn't know who used. Oh that cube. yeah, maybe. I don't know. Reed's there. Yeah, whatever. Oh, oh. and but look, the word document skills, that he's were. used to make these <laughs> flyers in his office, and Reed calls Hotch. And we are following someone. Yeah, Rossi has keyed in on somebody. The elevator, and he says, "Sir, sir, sir, and he, sir." Okay, everybody's pulling their guns here. Oh, his name's Max, Max Pool. There's no place to go, and he just stops walking. What's gonna happen? Come on, Max. Just say it. It's over. Yeah, say you know, it. I say don't think it. This is him. You don't? I think this is. Is this a misdirect? I think, yes, I think so. And so, yeah. if I remember correctly, yeah, we gotta pull. Are they gonna shoot Rossi him? Down. No, that is him. No, it's not. Is it? Yes, it is. Does Those he have eyebrows? Come does on. he have a gun? I'm so confused. What's happening? He goes to <gasps> kill. We have a real The unsub, oh my god, is going to pull a gun. Morgan's walking into the middle of it. He ducks, and Rossi shoots the unsub. Rossi bleeps his blouse. He, like, just doesn't hesitate. Just right, right there. Hits his mark. Boom, he's down. But where's Enid? He's gone. What about Enid? Thank you, Frank. Okay, Frank so you. now they have to go to the unsub, aka Max Pool, his address, and Rossi's hope that really Enid's just there. like done it all. She is. They say they're sure. This is not the episode in the end that I thought it was. It's not. It's not the one that I thought it was either. That's okay though. Yeah, we still got some dog walking. I yeah. knew there was some dog walking, but I thought the getting paid to walk the. Dog. I know exactly what episode you thought that it was, and I for a second yeah. thought it was too, but it's not. Oh, I forgot it's Halloween. Yeah, so There's now like we're seeing some trick-or-treaters. They're and- just like running around behind the caution tape. <laughs> and Reed has candy in his bag. And he's, he's just pulling it out. out. Like, And the parents are like, oh, yeah, sure, strange man. Like, please for sure like, give my kid some candy you, out FBI. of your bag. They're all what? passing candy this is out. so weird. Like, what the fuck is this? I preferred last And Rossi's just Halloween watching episode. at them like, what the fuck are these people doing? And Hotch yeah. is just staring and back is at him. still mad at yeah. him. Yeah. 
Oh, but he gets like the knowing like shoulder tap of like, it's yeah. all right, dude. It all worked out in the end. You're playing fast and loose with our department yeah. here, Rossi. You're really shaking it up your first day back with the Hotch team. Hotch be like, my job is barely hanging on, <laughs> yeah, dude. It's like, man, be you cool. can't. He's like, we're still trying to come back from the last time that Gideon <laughs> fucked us. Like, can you please yeah. not do that? <laughs> and away and everybody we drives go. away. Happy Halloween. We never even got to see Enid's roommate. No. I wanted a shot of her being reunited with her pug. Oh, Sparky. That's that's the shot that we needed. All right, we're back at the we BAU. We did need it. Okay, everybody's walking so in. Everyody's What's going like, to happen? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, Does Rocky invite them all over for <gasps> his first family meal? Wouldn't that be lovely? That would be cute. He's just kind of like watching I want a boss them. who cooks a meal for me. Should I tell our boss <laughs> yeah, that you tomorrow should. morning? I'm going to tell her. I'm going to be like, She'd Kelly. Be like, I'm not going to cook for you. Like, Kelly told me that she wants you to cook for us. <laughs> so he's just kind of like looking at them happen. like he really wants to be their friend, but he doesn't know how. Yeah. He's like the These new kid at school. <laughs> he's like the new kid at school who's like, I want to yeah. be your friend. I don't know where to sit at the lunch table. Yeah. So he goes into Hotch's office and he's like, so they're, he's like, this team seems to share everything. And he's like, yeah, we do. <gasps> oh. Rossi knows that Hotch is separated. Yeah. He's like, that's a big thing to keep from your team. Your team, you say, shares everything. Yep. And Hotch is Dang. like, how did you know that? And he's like, every time that I've seen you before, he's like, you used to call Haley like 10 times a day. And he's like, I've been with you for 48 hours and you haven't called her once. Boom. That's Dang. how you profile. Dang. And Hotch is, of course, offended because they always get offended when they profile each other. Oh, yeah. Number one. <laughs> yeah. Rule. Um, and he's, like, basically saying what we were talking about, which is, like, that when he started out, there was just a few of them. They all, like, kind of, you know, did their own thing and they didn't have to work together very often because, like, there was, you know, they all kind of did their own and they worked individually and... And Hotch is Hotch? like, we we work no together. No way. He's like, we don't write things in our little notebook, David. Ooh. He's like, we're a team. We work together. Now they're having a stare off. Mm -hmm. It's because of you. Yeah. And he's you like, he's giving him credit for the fact that, like, he got this place started. But, you know, like, now they're now they're doing it. Like, he's he said he built the foundation with, you know, you know what's his face Gideon um but like the unit has come a long way since then and Hotch says you don't have to come back mm -hmm. and Rossi says maybe I have unfinished business yeah come at me bro <laughs> maybe I want to cradle those heads <laughs> maybe <laughs> he, maybe he does <laughs> yeah off to a more contentious start <gasps> than I remember I didn't notice he was wearing a tie that had a flat bottom I didn't either I hate ties with flat bottoms. So he They're goes so into weird. his office and stands Which in the used to be doorway. Yeah, probably. It's empty. He won't even turn the light. No, on. he's just literally staring into a dark office. And we're gonna we're gonna cradle those heads one more of time. Of course Come we on. are. Come on. And there, there we go. they are. There's the bracelet. He's just looking at it, fondling it. Yeah, kind of turning it around he's in his hand. Oh, and what is that? Oh, oh yeah. Name we see his name plate on the door, which he takes Get off. Get that out of Yeah, it. you snap throw it over it. your legs. <laughs> throw it behind you into the bullpen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, is he going to do Slow it? No, he just around. he turns around <laughs> towards the bullpen and stares at it. And then we fade to black. And we mark Gordon. And we mark Gordon. There were no Pauls in that episode. There weren't. We haven't had him in a couple. Yeah. Our theory does not stand. <laughs> it was a theory for a second. Yeah. Do you need to charge? Is that I do? I That's why you're looking table? at the you're looking okay. at the ceiling for a second. That's okay. Please that's pause okay. while I try to. Ooh, I love the episode that's coming up next. Sorry, I, it started oh, on. I already accident. turned the TV off. So. Oh. Hey, I'll say based on the comments on Instagram, lots of other people like last week's episode. I know. I'm so glad you brought that up because it's I thought the same fave. thing. It's a fan fave. I mean, like, valid. Patty I obviously Mr. agree. At her best. Paget Brewster at her best. Like, plot at its best. Just a well-executed episode. I did. I, I just, felt... I want Paget to be a guest on this show. God, how amazing would that I'm going to start a Twitter campaign. You want to think about fangirling. Like, if you want to imagine oh, Kelly and I... I would go full <laughs> Dr. Spencer Reed like, on that shit. Like, wouldn't even know what to do, honestly. Like, wouldn't I, even know... Yeah. Wouldn't even be able to form real sentences, like intelligent <laughs> sentences. Imagine if I messed up that recording. Oh, oh I would kick myself <laughs> so hard i mean the good news kelly is it'll probably never happen so you don't yeah. have to worry about it i mean who knows one can help. never say never. never say never never say never um but yeah i was also glad to see that other people really agreed that seven seconds is a good episode i felt validated because yes. i feel like yes. yeah it is such a good episode it is it just is good and it's so good so good mm-hmm. so yeah so there we have it we closed the book on rossi's first episode which and it's so weird it's so weird and i don't remember it being like that yeah <laughs> at all. i didn't love it i didn't either i think like they set him up totally as as gideon 2.0 like there is absolutely yes, they immediately filled that void there's no deviation at all and like honestly i'm glad that it doesn't continue that way because his his character definitely develops like beyond like Gideon and Gideon's weird things yeah and like why didn't Gideon get the stern talking to that Rossi did like every episode Gideon was pulling that shit yeah and like Hodge would tell him sometimes but there was always this like weird deference to him like it was always just like oh well Gideon's being a dick but like he must have a reason so like let's just let him do what he's going to do like it wasn't until that last episode um on the college campus, like when mm-hmm. he kind of fumbled that and like they ended up the, you know, girl ended up killing herself and like whatever, like it really wasn't until then that there was like any repercussions for him yeah. kind of going his own way and just doing whatever. And he then wanted. like the first time there were repercussions, he was like, you know what? I quit the job. Yeah. I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> See you later, guys. Well, it's like I'm glad, though, <sighs> like knowing that like that's not where Rossi's character is just going to stay, though, because yeah. I think that would have been boring. Like, it's like, you did the Gideon thing. And, like, it's honestly, to me, kind of lazy writing to be like, okay, we lost a character because, like, he left. Like, whatever. Like, oh, whatever. We'll just, like, we have the power to create literally any character we want. But we're just going to, like, cookie cutter, like, a new updated version of the character we lost. And so. They don't do that with Elle. Like, when Prentice comes in, like, they get a one-for-one exchange. Like, a. Yeah girl with dark hair mm-hmm. but like but that's kind of where the similarities is end. so different yeah and like her entrance is different but 
Rossi is basically the exact same as Gideon. Mm-hmm. And they Comes set in, him up that way. Yes. Like, Gideon, his, like, episode one of the whole series, like, Gideon has come back mm-hmm. after being away because he had this case that screwed with mm-hmm. him. And, like, he was, like, away. And, like, he couldn't, like, forget the case. And now here we are. Rossi comes in. He's coming back. He's got this case he can't forget. It's screwing with him. Yep. Like, it's like, they're the oh, same. the deja the vu. <laughs> like, or did we? it's like we already did this. Like, I've already yes. seen this. Um, luckily, I will say, because, like, knowing, having looked, like, a couple of episodes ahead, they don't wait too long to address this case that he's clearly dealing with. Yeah. Um, which yeah. is good. Like it they don't, they don't drag That's, it out. So, which is nice. Like they get it out of the way very quickly and then we kind of yeah. move past it, which is, which yeah. is good. Like, Cause it would makes been it seem like he came back just because this case was his unfinished mm-hmm. business, but yet he's on the series for 12 more years. Yeah, after exactly. He gets the business finished. Exactly. And I wonder, I, I do kind of have to wonder like, what the thought process behind that was like was it that they just thought that it would be a really easy fix to bring another character in that could fill the Gideon void and they were like we don't even have to try that hard like we'll just like (laughs) we'll just invent this character that we'll say was you know used to be Gideon's partner and he's just like Gideon 2.0 cool like whatever and then like did they get Joe Montana in there and like realize that he could do so much more with it and so they wrote him better stuff like I don't know yeah but I think like I'm glad they did because I think it would have been really super boring if they had just kind of kept him where they kind of set him up at this point because it's like oh my god we already did this like (laughs) i wonder like was he intended to be like a long-term addition to the cast like no or was he supposed to be a short-term addition like because we get other agents Mm -hmm. to kind of join us for at like i feel like the shortest goes are like parts of a season like yeah. there's that one whose dad used to be a serial killer yes and she's only in like a handful of episodes yeah. for one season yeah like, so yeah maybe joe montagna was like an iffy get yeah maybe well and like know. stuff like that like when they when when they kind of write agents in and then they have to write them out like i kind of always assume that it's because the actor didn't want to stay. So it's like you, yeah. we have a little bit of a revolving door of people when, once we get to like episodes or like seasons, like kind of like seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah. like we start getting the, yeah, you'll get, it's like, I'm th- like in particular, I'm thinking about what's her face. Kate Cowan. Alex Blake. Oh, I was thinking of Kate. Um, Jennifer Love Hewitt's character but like oh, they'll come oh, in yeah. you know like they'll come in for like a season or maybe two and then they're gone and it's like I've always I've always assumed I don't know this for sure but like I've always assumed that that was you know just the actor deciding that they didn't want to be on the show anymore and so they were forced yeah. to write them off um, but I don't know maybe it's not maybe it's that maybe yeah. they did that intentionally to just kind of keep it interesting like thinking that they were gonna like shake it up by having new agents come in and out I don't know yeah but I mean we'll see we'll probably do deeper dives when we do our retrospectives for other of characters course. that leave of course we'll try to so, research that and we'll learn see. more um but yeah stay tuned guys yeah i mean i'll be honest like i i didn't remember like i said a lot about this episode but it's not it's not quite the entrance for rossi that i've kind of like remembered it to be yeah set him up in kind of a disappointing way 
but yeah that's okay yeah he'll he'll those evolve cradled heads don't stick those too long. cradled heads um <laughs> they seem so important but we those aren't the baggage that i most associate with him no 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 throughout the rest of the series mm-hmm. yeah though well now that i'm like looking ahead to like my list i feel like we actually don't get doesn't get resolved until episode 14 <laughs> So we actually do. We have about a stretch of like seven episodes. That's so far from now. It's going to be like fall by the time we record that episode. But let's like, so let's, let's try to remember this if we can for like where we are for episode six that we just watched. They introduce him and this case that he can't get away from. I'd like to kind of track to see how much he evolves as a character in that amount of time. So like by the time Mm, we get to, yeah, like by the time we get to episode 14 and we resolve this case that he can't get away from, like, where has his character gone in that amount yeah. of time? Because I have a feeling, and I could be wrong, but I have a feeling that he's going to have more character growth in those seven episodes than Gideon had in two seasons. <laughs> the whole. <So>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's just, maybe yeah. I'm biased. Maybe I'm, like, projecting some of my personal feelings on what I think is going to happen. But I kind of think that's the case. I feel like yeah. he he's kind of like Emily in a, in a way. Like Emily comes in and like immediately like very quickly like meshes with the rest of the the team yeah. and I feel like Rossi's going to yeah. be the same way. Yeah, you forget like at this point you forget that Hotch ever was like you're not really a team member. I didn't approve your transfer. Yeah. I don't know right. what you're doing here. You suck at this. That like, whole storyline's like gone. She, it's it just kind of goes away. Yeah. Like the minute that she like threatens to resign and he come he like asks like begs her to come back like that whole thing is just like gone oh, yeah like it's yeah. like oh wait yeah. we trust you now we love you like you have to come back like be on the team yeah but which i mean we wouldn't have it any other way let's be realistic oh love it so yeah um okay it's time <laughs> we haven't had a gear shift in a long time thank so. you for that thank you for the gear shift um cassie just happened to be walking through the living room when i did that and she gave me such a look that's <laughs> oh, funny um i don't remember who goes first well i actually think it's me Okay, go ahead. Um, okay, so I was telling I'm excited. Kelly. <laughs> I was telling yeah. Kelly that this is, I found this fun fact a while ago, and I have been waiting to get to share it with everybody, because it's like one of my favorite fun facts that I've come across. There's actually two parts to it. Um, one of them is less fun, and one of them is very fun. Um, so mm-hmm. we'll start with the less fun one. Um, so there's uh, obviously seen early on in this episode when Rossi... Um, first gets to the office and he we talked about it he makes that comment to jj about how the office used to be a bunker and how they used to work in this like windowless room um that is a nod to the fact that the actual bau as you see it in mindhunter um they did used to have their original offices in the basement of the fbi building at quantico like it's a well-known fact that like when the bau like first got started they just like shoved them in this like basement closet essentially and then, like, slowly as it became, like, a respected, you know, division, they, you know, moved them out of the bunker or whatever. So that's kind of just, like, a real-world nod to, like, the actual origins of the BAU and, like, the fact that they did used to have their offices in the basement. But the more mm-hmm. fun, fun fact is, uh, <laughs> so when we when the episode first starts, obviously, we see Rossi out with his dog doing a little hunting. Uh-huh. One of the first things he does is he shoots a duck. 
in the first scene uh-huh. that he show that you know he shows up in and someone along the way noticed hey Gideon sure did love birds like <gasps> what's up <gasps> with that <laughs> And so someone at some point asked a writer or producer, like, hey, like, is there anything to the fact that when Joe Montana, like, is first seen on the series, the first thing he does is shoots a bird? And the producer responded, you do the math. (laughs) (laughs) So basically, Joe Montana's first scene in the show is a big fuck you to Gideon and Mandy Patinkin. Oh my god! Because his character love loved birds. <laughs> Isn't that the best? Like, it's like it is such a weird scene. It's now that such that, a I weird that, scene. It makes so much more sense, right? Like, it's such a weird thing because we a wow. we never see him go hunt. We never see that dog again, no, and we never see him go hunting that again. Again, it's <laughs> never a part of his character whatsoever, and it's such an odd thing and you could easily just kind of dismiss it as just kind of like eh, like whatever what a weird way to introduce yeah. Rossi but like whatever but it was intentional like they did it on purpose oh my gosh so it's like which is so that's so good it's so such good symbolism but it's also so interesting when you think about it in the context of what we were just talking about which is that they then spend the rest of the episode basically setting him up as this this Gideon 2.0 but in the first 10 seconds of him being on the show they make like a very kind of strong statement that like this is a new beginning of like you know like Gideon's dead like fuck you and your birds and like here's Joe Montana and then it's like you wow (laughs) isn't that great though that is great I love it I love that the writer just said you do you do the math like and it's yeah it just it plays into just this like ongoing like weird bitterness between the show and Mandy Patinkin and like I just love it like it's so shady but I just love it (laughs) that's great it's so great so anyway so there you go I don't know that I'll ever be able to top our fun facts with a better fun fact but that's a really good one it's a really good one so you know yeah but yeah, Dang. there you go. I have been waiting. Dang. I read that like like probably two months ago, and I immediately was <gasps> like, "I am putting this in as the fun fact for Rossi's first episode." I cannot wait, and I have been. I can't believe you've kept it. I have been waiting, and I didn't tell Kelly because I was like, I, "I want her to have a genuine reaction." <laughs> I know I've been sitting on that one for a while, and I was very excited to get to share it. So sweet, sweet payoff. Ooh, pay Dang. off. Yeah. So Dang. there you go. Fun. Fact. There's your I fun. I wish you would have gone second, so I didn't have to follow that. <laughs> I feel like my recommendation is so weak. <laughs> now, don't say that. Go ahead. Should I recommend grapes this week? <laughs> yeah, pillows. No. You've already recommended blankets, so you can try pillows. I have. My real recommendation is air conditioning. It's so hot right now in Pittsburgh. Is it really? It's like approaching the 90s. Is that your fun fact for real air conditioning? No. Oh. <laughs> I was gonna be like Kelly. <laughs> I didn't do my quintessential this week's recommendation. Oh, is sure, 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 sure. Okay, we'll go like, for it. Come on! Oh my gosh, it's down to eighty degrees. Dang, dang! It's basically winter. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we're, anyway. we're waiting. Okay, this week's recommendation. Um, listen, twenty twenty is a shit year in <laughs> yeah. most regards. Yeah, but. 
the summer of 2020 is a great year for my personal taste in music. I had a feeling it was going to be music related because you've been posting a lot of Instagrams of you just dancing around your apartment. (laughs) Yes. So, okay. So weeks ago, Lady Gaga released Chromatica. So if you haven't listened to that, please do. Mm -hmm. It's not my favorite Lady Gaga record, but it bops. Sure, sure. Like, it's still good. It's still good for a party. There's some really good bops on there and then like some mediocres. Like she's never going to top Born This Way. That's her best album she's ever released. Sure. I love it. If we want to do a Lady Gaga episode sometime, I'm all in. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Follow up to the apartment or the house tour is the Lady Gaga episode. Um, So that came out like beginning of June or end of May. I can't even remember at this point. And I was very concerned at the beginning of pandemic because I knew there were three records coming this summer that I was very excited for. Chromatica, and then the one I'm going to recommend, mm-hmm. and then Haim's new CD. And they all announced that they were, like, postponing because of the pandemic. Like, they weren't going to release yet. And I was like, come on! What do we need more right now than some tunes? <laughs> yeah. And so luckily they all were like, oh, shit, this is going to last longer than a month. Like, I can't just put off like my press tour. Like everything's canceled. Let me release this album anyway. So last Friday, Haim released Women in Music Part 3 again or like Chromatica, not their best album, in my opinion, but still fine. So if you like Haim, listen to that. Um, But really, the album I really want to recommend. Mm hmm. I've recommended her podcast previously, and now I'm going to recommend her music, mm-hmm. which is what, in my opinion, makes her fabulous. Jessie Ware's latest album, What's Your Pleasure? It is disco. It is pop. It brings thumping drums. It brings thumpin six drums. synthesizers. <laughs> it brings those delightful vocals that you know and love Jessie Ware for. Even though you all probably have no idea who Jessie Ware is. <laughs> except for our UK fans. You might know oh, her. Okay. She's more famous in the UK because she's British. Um, but she should be more famous here. Um, but the album is just so good for dancing. And I just dance. I'm, I'm Kelly's like jolly, been dancing. She's been dancing. Like, I'm a jolly little elf in our apartment. <laughs> just like constantly dancing to this album. It's so good. It's making like tons of like album of the year lists already. And it's only the middle of the year. So I highly recommend it. I think my favorite tune right now is Save a Kiss. Mm. It's just got a really good beat and really good melody. And that's what I need. Well, and I love okay. it. And I also think Jesse Ware is one of the most beautiful human beings, like visually. <laughs> visually. <laughs> <laughs> like really what drew me to her first. Okay. First, I came to her through Haim because she does a song with Haim. She like kind of co-produced their second or their first record. And she has a song with them on their first record. So I was like, who's this lady? She's also on a Nicki Minaj track hmm. on the pink print, which is the only Nicki Minaj album I own. <laughs> so, so I knew her there and I was like, well, let me check out this lady. Like, who is she? And then I heard her sing and I was like, oh, my God. And I watched her tiny desk concert. Another uh, recommendation. Yeah. If you don't watch those, they're mostly good. Um, especially. Ooh, what's his name? T-Pain. T-Pain's tiny desk concert is very good. Um <laughs> But I watched Jessie Ware's Tiny Desk concert, and I thought, is this woman gay? She looks amazing. I'm all in. <laughs> and by all, I'm all in, I mean I'm in love with her. It was like a celebrity crush moment. <laughs> so I still love her. 
Um, She's married to a man, tragically. Her high school school sweetheart. They're married and have two kids. That's not tragic. That's lovely. (laughs) It is lovely. They're very funny. Good for her. Um, It's it's a wonderful album for dancing. So I highly recommend. I'll check it out. We could all use a little dancing joy in our lives these days. You heard. It's what I was dancing to before we started our work thing this afternoon. Oh, right. Yeah. I put it on, we had two Zooms today, so and we zooms. had a little 15-minute break between, yep. and I put on What's Your Pleasure, and I did some dancing between. She was bopping when I came on. I might do some more dancing after this. It's just so fun. I love it. <laughs> it's so fun. I feel like, in a way, yeah. in addition to these very solid music recommendations, your other kind of more general recommendation for this week is dance it out. Just get out there yes. and dance, man. Yes, something I've been doing on my personal Instagram is a hashtag kitchen dance party. Yes. And while I cook, I like to listen to music while I cook. I know that like some people do that, some people don't. Um, but I like to put on some tunes and like just groove it out while I'm cooking because yeah. like there's a there's some downtime. Yep. And like it doesn't take your whole body to like stir an onion while it sautés. It doesn't so you take can, like, your whole body <laughs> to stir an onion. <laughs> It doesn't. That's a so, great like, a life hack for you it. right there from Kelly McMasters. It like somebody cross stitched that a on day. a pillow. It doesn't take your whole body to stir an onion. It doesn't. So and if it does, dancing. you're doing it wrong. You've been it doing does. it wrong. If it does, you are doing it wrong. <laughs> so put on some tunes and have yourself a kitchen dance party. I like to share it on Instagram so I can share my music recommendations. Yeah. Um, I'll have you know, though, here's a behind the scenes is that I'm usually either not, not, mm, I'm not going to share too much, but like, <laughs> I, think I, I, <laughs> I stylize my look for my kitchen dance parties <sighs> and then immediately hat comes off, sunglasses off. Like I go, I get dressed for a kitchen dance party. <laughs> um, so do a kitchen dance party. Yeah. Highly recommend doing it to Jesse Ware's new album. You can find it anywhere you find music. Hey, and it's great. Let's get this whole kitchen dance party thing to be a thing. So if you yes. have your own little kitchen dance party, throw that on Instagram. Tag the unknown subject. We will share it. Yes. If you have your, if, if you, you wanna, if you wanna follow my personal Instagram you account, you can for like reference. Mm-hmm. I will. Uh, you have to have I'll post one a kitchen tomorrow. dance party. Yeah. yeah. Um. Oh, I have marching band tomorrow. I'm not going to be Fuck that. <laughs> look out for it on, like, Thursday, maybe. I Something to look forward to. <laughs> It'll come this week. So my handle on my personal Instagram is kmacisrad. That's K-M-A-C-I-S-R-A-D. And yep. you can follow me for wonderful content. Yeah, like that. Like kitchen dance like parties. Like that. Kitchen dance parties, toilet bamboo updates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. 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 Um, so that's that. I think that's a we'll great see, recommendation. I don't, maybe I, I, I feel like it's gonna really take off if you do a kitchen dance. Okay, party. I'll do it. Oh, yeah, I'll do it. I hope Sadie makes an appearance. She probably will because she sticks pretty close to the kitchen when people are cooking because she's yeah. a beggar now. So well, she loves food. She does. She now comes running if she hears like you open a bag of chips. <laughs> and also if you like open something that she thinks sounds like a package of cheese she will come running 
<laughs> for those two things in particular. It's Pavlovian. Oh, and then peanut butter. I think she just, oh. she knows what it sounds like when the peanut butter jar opens. And then I also think that it has a distinctive enough smell that she oh, knows yeah. if you have yeah. peanut butter. Um, she woke up from a dead sleep last night when I opened the peanut butter <laughs> jar. <laughs> Were you getting yourself peanut butter or getting it for her? I was getting it for myself. And you want to know what I was eating my peanut butter with? Pretzels. What? <laughs> nice. A, salt, a salty sweet <laughs> combo that I can get behind. <laughs> yeah, we know you don't love salty it's sweet. It's not my thing. But Did we discuss that on the show or was that yeah, just... Yeah, we did. Okay. I don't remember in what context, uh, but... There was something you didn't like that I thought was iconic. Kettle corn. Kettle you corn. mentioned that you guys were eating kettle oh, corn. Oh, it was, was like, the microwave Ew. debacle. Guys, my microwave is still out of commission. You guys going to get a new fixed. one? Or? We're going to get a new one. We have to. There's a whole rigmarole. Mm. But there will warranty, be a new microwave. Are you going to? Yeah. We're, yeah. LG's yeah. going to be paying us. Nice. Nice. So. Please. Bitch better will have you sh- Will you fill the, the listeners in on what happened after we finished? So we finished recording the episode. And remember, I had told you that I felt like Stephen would know what was wrong with the microwave. <laughs> and so I called him in <laughs> when we were done recording. And I was like, talk to Kelly about this microwave. And you told and him. And he knew. <laughs> he knew. I will. I do have an update to that. Oh, okay. That So I texted my mom the next day being like, oh, our microwaves. I like some i'll just update my mother on things that are happening and that was a boring thing i thought i'll tell her this is happening so i texted her our microwave's out of commission like we think we like fried it from like the power Mm -hmm. like something fried in the power and so she asked like what had happened and i described what was going on she goes your dad says that it probably wasn't power related it was actually probably your magnetron went because if it was power your breaker would have flipped and like you would have lost power in the whole apartment. So Dave has a different diagnosis. My father is trained as an electrical engineer, so I'm going to trust I him on 100% that 100% would say that's the route that you're going to want to go. But he also has electrocuted himself <gasps> when trying to fix the dryer before. We call him not, he's not the electrical engineer, he's the electrocuted engineer. Oh my god. So that's Dave. I mean, yeah, don't believe, <laughs> don't necessarily just like take what Stephen says at face value. I feel I like mean, it was a good, I really, I was in, he convinced me. Well, here's the thing. He says things in a very convincing manner. It's and true. so it's one of those things where like, he, does. he, he said it with no he doubt. He says it with such authority and such confidence that sometimes I'm like, do you actually know that? Or are you just like mm. telling me that in a really confident way? Because you yeah. feel very confident that that's right. He knows a lot. Listen, he knows a lot about a lot, but like, you know, doesn't mean he's, he's certainly not an electrical engineer. So if Dave (laughs) says that it's the magnetron, I feel like that's probably what it is. I did for a second. My dad also is very notorious for, he knows, so my dad's a funny guy. That's like his thing. He knows that like, he knows he's smart and like knows that people will believe him. If he says anything with any degree of authority, mm-hmm. so he will intentionally make things up. <gasps> My and dad say does it with that. Authority. That's like a dad and so thing. I thought when he said it was the magnetron for a second, I was like, "Is that a made up thing?" My leg? Yeah, like that's not real. That's like a that's like a Back to the Future thing. Yeah, because like he used to be able <laughs> to like really a power get with, like, flux capacitor. <laughs> um, but then I was like, "No, that's real. Like, there's really magnetrons in my microwave." Yeah. So. I came around on that one. Oh, that's funny. He's also, you got to watch out, like, sometimes, you know, like, like, does your dad like to just, like, tell a lot of jokes? 
Yeah, he tells jokes, but he more so, like, he's a storyteller. And so, mm. like, there's a thing in our family where it's like... Well, yeah, I was at your wedding. I heard that oh, story. Yeah, see? So you remember. <laughs> but it's just, like... But it's not even just that kind of stuff of just, like, we say it, like, the Trenti storytelling, like, the men mm. in our family. Like, like my grandfather in particular, it's like, by the time he passed away, it's like, we had heard so many stories of the same stories, but they were, like, by the time he had passed away, they had become increasingly dramatic and interesting. <laughs> and yeah, so it's just, yeah. like, you have to always, like, if a Torrenti man is telling you a story, like, you do kind of have to take it with a grain of salt, because you have to ask yourself of just, like did this actually happen or has this like story taken on a life of its own? Like that's what you kind of gotta, gotta think about. Well, for my dad with jokes, it's kind of like he tells so many jokes and he has this way, like a lot of jokes have like, like a formula, you know? Yeah. And so if he starts a story with like, I was at the grocery store the other day, (laughs) you don't nine times out of 10, that's ending with a (laughs) punchline. But when it doesn't, it is the most awkward, like, (laughs) silence after he finishes. Like, the other day we were at my parents' house, and it was, like, me and Cassie were playing with our niece, and then, like, my dad was sitting next to us, and he goes, I went to my doctor the other day, and we were just like, "Uh uh-huh. Well, usually I try not to, like, play into the jokes, because I've heard them all so many times, but Cassie really likes the jokes, Yeah, and she is, like, his target audience right now, so she just goes, "Uh (laughs) (laughs) uh-huh. And then he, like, just tells a story about something he talked to his doctor about. You're like, that's it? What? (laughs) It's like, (laughs) oh, you really went to the doctor? doctor? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's so so weird. That's funny. (sighs) Oh, Dave. Shout out to dads and dad jokes. like. Who knew that that's the the turn this was going to take? You know what? That's what I can guarantee you with the unknown subject. You never know what we might end up talking about. No. By one hour and 15 minutes, you don't know what we're going to be discussing. Chances are it's not Criminal Minds, honestly. At the 115 mark. Absolutely (laughs) not. At the 115 mark, it's most certainly not Criminal Minds related. (laughs) It's the Kelly and Kelsey (laughs) podcast that has nothing to do with Criminal Minds. Nope. 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 Um, (sighs) But that's all right. Whatever. You know what? You come here for the Criminal Minds and you stay for the Kelsey and Kelly. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, there's that. But yeah, that's, I guess, all we have for you at this point. Um, that's all she wrote. That's all she wrote. Um, but we've already mentioned the Twitter. Uh, you know, you can follow us at Unknown Sub Pod. Unsub Pod? Unknown Sub Pod. Unknown Sub Pod. Yeah. Um, and then you can follow us on Instagram at the unknown subject podcast. That would be a sweet place for you to drop your kitchen dance party. Uh, oh, yeah. tag us to that. Use hashtag, you use hashtag kitchen dance party. Correct. When you do I that. do, I do. Um, so that's some fun stuff that you can, uh, participate with us on, um, on Instagram and, um, yeah, we'll be back for more episodes next week. We'll see how long we're going to drag out this Gideon Rossi weird cloning that they've started for us. See how quickly that changes <laughs> and just yeah. hopefully he becomes his own person soon. Um, and yeah, we'll be, we're like very quickly approaching the halfway mark. I know it's almost time for the halfway. It's episode. almost time for the halfway episode, which I guess means we got to start thinking i mean typically we rank what do we what do we rank at the halfway we rank mark? team members team members we can do that again 
But if you guys have a suggestion of something that you'd rather have us rank, we're open to suggestions. Let us us know. know. You just got to ask. So if there's something in your head that you thought of that you think it would be fun for us to rank, let us know. Drop us a line on Twitter or on Instagram. Um, Hell, you can email us. We have an email account. If you oh, yeah, if you if you feel like that's a better what way is to it? keep the unknown subject podcast at, at gmail? gmail, I think I'll, I'm I'm pulling it up. I'm pretty the unknown sure. subject podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, so if you I'll pull it up right now, we have 47 unread emails. No, if you like to communicate that way, you can shoot us an email. Um, yeah, if you've got a suggestion, we'll see it once every three months. Yeah, well, now that we know, <laughs> we'll check it. <laughs> now yeah. that we know that we've made the suggestion, we'll check it to see if we have any emails. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah let us know what you want to rank because that's going to be coming up mm, in three four episodes um Woo. so yeah that's coming up quick uh but yeah until then um we'll be back next week oh, oh what please rate review oh and subscribe please rate review subscribe i'm not gonna beg too hard this week guys okay you know what i want of you <laughs> you know what I. the expect. offer still stands if you leave us a review we will read it on air we will with your perhaps name. in a southern accent oh i would like australian. you australian can you do it in your impersonation <laughs> your voice of that grandma on that tlc show that you watched? <laughs> i remembered the most iconic line that i really liked to say mm-hmm. when it happened because they did a flashback to it so there's an episode they try to potty train the quince <laughs> too early okay and so there's an episode where all the quints are just loose in the backyard <laughs> wearing dresses and no diapers <laughs> and like their mom is there so the grandma is the mom's mom mm-hmm. and then the mom's sister also lives close to them okay. so the three of them are like the adults yeah. the dad is at work and so the kids are all just kind of like running around they have like little potties all around the yard <laughs> and a couple of them are in like this like plastic like house thing yeah you know like kids have yeah and the grandmother mimi looks in and she goes did you poo poo you did because <laughs> one of the kids just poops in the grass <laughs> did you poo poo you did because <laughs> she steps in it Ew! no she doesn't <sighs> oh i love it God. i still love that show guys we're still watching it oh my God. I love it. Oh, <laughs> uh, we were so close to wrapping this up in a succinct way, we and then we ra- we somehow ended well, up with poo poo. Did you poo poo in the yard? Did you poo poo? You did. Oh my god! One of the ones eats rabbit poop twice. Ew! Oh my god! Two different years. <laughs> <laughs> It's great. I still a recommendation corner is oh extended. Oh my god! Oh my god! Okay. Wow. Well. All right. Well. Anyway. On that note, uh, thanks for being here. We'll be back next week. Thank you for being here. <laughs> but today. until then, as they say when they catch the unsub, it's, it's over. over. Was that me? Me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>